Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes, and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb. My imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating, on exploitation. My mind, which you find in time, I will find that we Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, episode 11. Lot to talk about this week. Had the relays on the weekend. That was a great event. Um, we've all been pumping out some good training. So um, welcome to the show. Mr. Steve Sparling, Mr. Yeah. Nathan Barden, and myself, Woolly. We mm-hmm. might have a couple others jumping in on the Zoom, but um, we're all a little bit strapped for time this week, so it's just the three of us at the moment. Um, Woolly's back running. Woolly's back. Yeah, I'm. I'm back. I'm in marathon training mode now, so I'm. I'm getting serious. Always going uh, to join the big boys at the long yeah. runs. It's just going to be the, this will be the first time I've done it in an actual race. I run about 46K when I was about 16. And uh, Jeez, that was good. It was, yeah, I hit the wall, I actually hit the wall, <laughs> end up having to get picked up in a car. So I didn't quite finish the whole, I think the whole yeah. run might have been 50K and they had to come and get me. But um, yeah, so this will be the first time that I've done it in an actual race. And um I, yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about that um, when we go through the weeks. How's it? How has everyone else been? Oh, uh, yeah, real good. Yeah. Um, no injuries. A big week, didn't you, Spartan? Uh, yeah, last week. Yeah, I got a 70, I think 71. So, yeah, a bit bit less. I was trying to sort of keep it up around 75. So, I did 75, 76, back down, and then back up to 75 or 76 last fortnight, and then back to 71 this week. But Including a rest day, that's still a great week. Yeah. What did you do, Nathan, this week? Do you want to start off, mate? Yeah. So Monday we went to a Somerset trail and you know, it was a walk walk jog, but it was still good to stretch the legs up to 13. Well, we actually did 15k all up because um we got lost and did a bit more than we meant to. Um and then uh, I picked up a cheap pair, brand new, never walked outside, uh Salomon speed cross threes and um really aggressive grip but um i took those for a spin um actually the night actually before i picked them up on the on the tuesday night i actually did like four days in a row so tuesday night i went and did a i did a a three and a half k warm-up and then to the end of my road is 800 minutes like exact to the to the to the gate so uh i went from there and i was doing did some 800 repeats so at around four minutes a k pace and then just jogged the 800 back which is all incline most was, of the way was that in those uh, new shoes no that was just in um mizum threes nike zoom oh, okay three, yeah on the road yeah. i thought you might have run so on did, the run on the grass yeah, yeah, in no, the new I, ones yeah no i did i did four of those and then um i did uh literally 
a 1.8k warm down so i think i made it like 10k all up and then i picked up the new shoes just had to send the garmin back so i was using my garmin edge uh, bike computer did 10k one night on the trail that's good though because like it's still that the the outer meter on that has never i've had that bike computer like i don't know eight years and it was just spot on yeah, yeah. Uh, and you just stick, just stuck it in my pocket, and I just basically ran naked. I didn't care what pace I was going because I had the new shoes, and I was feeling, you know, I was like testing them out, and I did like ten k at six oh eight minutes a k pace, so I was pretty happy with that. And then the next night, went out, did them again with the bike computer, did a ten point two k. I don't have a pace uh, for that. I'll have to, I'd have to look that up and we'll see what that works itself out. Um, and they're trying to hit as many hills as I can. And that 10 k did 200 meters of elevation, and that was 10.27 k in an hour and seven minutes. Same little uh, trail. And then, um, yeah, that that was it for for my week for last week. So Nate, you got a bit of a, a lesson how to add that because that was pre Bluetooth days, was it? So you had to upload that manually. I had so. to upgrade. I on the it used to. I used to have. It used to just plug it straight into my into well i lost one one lot because i didn't save it and then you plug it into the computer i had to upgrade the computer to garmin edge or something to read it and then i finally managed to work itself out to send it to my garmin and then it would send it to strava but the first one i had to manually do the second one seemed to i've worked it out and upgraded yeah yeah and, and upgraded that i think i had to upgrade the the software in the uh, edge garmin edge yeah. as well but um my new watch has been posted by garmin today and it's wednesday but i i'm not holding out that it's going to get here by the weekend so i'm going to have to run with the gar i don't want to run with the watch because with their phone on strava because four or five hours of running is going to chew up a bit of battery plus i need to be using for the libre 2 blood testing oh, yes uh, thing i've got run so you, run you out of battery it'll run me out of battery so i'm just going to run with this and i'm not going to run on a course i'm just gonna to have to follow my nose and the course markings yeah. and hopefully uh, don't get lost but they yeah. people have said it's pretty hard to get lost on that that course so um i might get it yeah if yeah, they've yeah. done it express but i sent i sent it back express and they got it in a couple of days so yeah cool but it's new south wales we'll see what happens oh well i'll go into my week as we're going to finish with you steve i had a really yeah, right. good week this week um monday i went to the gym in the morning did an hour in the gym and then uh, 10k in the afternoon on the treadmill tuesday was a striders session at the at the mill um paul gawley took that session always a good one when he's when he's in control that was uh three two one with so the bigger the rep the smaller the rest so the three minute rep you had a 30 second rest then after the two minute rep you had a one minute rest and after one minute rep you had a minute 30 and you did it all again and we did three sets of them and um, we were averaging around sort of like 330 ish i think pace and uh the last rep we all had a little bit of a sprint out i was running like sub three minute k's Good um, luck pretty, 
pretty silly thing to do, but that oh, was a good bit of banter. How's um, that? How's that feel after a big hiatus, Steve? Like you haven't run speed for weeks, man. So yeah, how's that I've feel? Just, it just feels natural, eh? Like it's okay. Just well, I, I'm running a little bit slower than I probably could, which I think has helped. Like I haven't just gone out there and gone absolutely bananas. I've just taken it a you know slightly easier than I probably could go, and um. It's been better because I've survived all the sessions and I've been feeling good even at the end of each session. So I yep. think that's um, that's like a good thing. Um, Wednesday morning, I run with Steve Sparling and uh, we ran it <laughs> early sword, in the morning. He? Oh, man, and I was so tired from that session the night before and I literally <laughs> struggled to hang on to him the whole way. I think, what do we average, like 4.30s or something for that 10K? Something like that, yeah. And, oh, man, I was <laughs> I even let you go the last like few hundred metres. I just gave up. And, oh, um, you, you said a few times, man, you have not felt like you've enjoyed any of this run the whole yeah. since the start. So, that, yeah, I understood. Mate, every step, <clears throat> every step of the way, it was I was in all sorts. But that was that was a good run. Good. It's always, it was, you know, it was. We do loads of running on our own, so it's good to have a bit of company. And then uh, I went to the gym again that night. And then on Thursday, I run on the treadmill, 10K. Um, I should mention that. like We bought that treadmill off of our marketplace, and, geez, it's had some use. Like So if you were a runner, especially coming into winter, oh, I might have paid like 300 maybe a little bit more than $300 for it. Like It was a nice... The rain. Yeah, it was like a nice looking treadmill, home. but probably not like a really flash one. And um, honestly, me and uh, my wife running it all the time, like it just gets so much use. I'm debating so, getting one as well, like a cheap one, but you just don't know what you're going to, you like, you've obviously picked up a good one, 300 bucks, but you just wonder sometimes that you might get one, you know, you test it out and then you get home. And I just had a like, jog on it at the person's house. I just said, oh, look, can I just have a, go on it and they were like yeah and it was slipping a little bit the belt but i look i'd already done a bit of like um youtubing and i figured that the belts are pretty easy to tighten up it's just like an allen key adjustment it's really easy yeah. to do and so as soon as i got it home i adjusted the belt and it's been oh we've run hundreds of k's on that like i'd actually would commit to buying a really good one now because i know that we'll use it because if you if it's really howling with wind and you've just got to do a run it's just excellent. You can get on the, get on the treadmill. You, yeah. you know, or if it's howling with um, raining really hard, you just get on there. And so anyone who's listening and you sort of, I'm an iron about getting a treadmill and you love your running. Oh, definitely, mm. definitely get one. I, I want to get, and it, they're so hard to get. I don't know why is a, a stepper machine. Like you get at the gym, but not yes. one with that actual, with actual steps going around. One that's just two paddles up and down. Like, but yeah. they, they seem to start brand new. They're like, they're like really expensive compared to like a treadmill or compared to like a, there's elliptical trainers for sale. There's like, like hundreds of them. Yeah. Um, but trying to find a step, a step machine it, and uh, you know, they got one, there's one for sale, like second, it's 500 bucks. And I'm just thinking, Jesus, like, you know, like mm. it's obviously come out of a gym, but 
be good if there was a gym shutting down or something I'd get hold of one but you think God, for the investment i might as well just go and get a gym membership for 15 yeah. bucks a week or something be good for yeah. um you know that would be good for your trail training yeah you know marching up really that's it because i used hills. to run on one at the gym i used to mm. run on it they actually like set it so it's like really loose and so you have to go really fast with your steps and it's almost like running on i could stick on i could jump on one then for an hour i love i love the step machine but um yeah getting one finding one it's like as rare as hen's teeth yeah. going back to your treadmill steve like um one of the girls i follow jess willis you know does you guys yeah, know her yeah. or she's an awesome yeah, she athlete. does this thing yep. she does this thing called um fast 30s every tuesday on it I think it's Tuesdays. Yeah, it must be Tuesdays, but um, fast 30s. And she programs it in to run like a warm up. And then she does 30 seconds on at like 19 Ks an hour and then something off and then on and off, but increasing. So it goes from 18 right through to like 20 Ks by the end of it. And it's fast 30s for like something ridiculous, like 20 minutes or something. So 30, 30 seconds on and off. And you look at her graph, it's just like on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. <laughs> this is like for like awesome. 20 minutes yeah. or something. Can you set it to do that? So you don't. Oh, she must. She must program it because I imagine yeah. pressing the buttons mm. like to change it all the time. So yeah, you yeah. must program it. But yeah, unless it's got an onboard program that comes with it. But yeah, obviously for that side of things too, it's pretty good because like that's that's a pretty good cruising speed, really. Like to to go from a jog and the treadmill just increases, which makes you run up to yeah. speed, and then you hold that speed for a certain time and then 30 seconds and then back down again. It does it all automatically. It's the same as what you do while running, but, you know, in, inside, you don't have to worry about the outdoor environment. You just do it with a fan on. Because it takes I quite imagine. a while to get it up to that speed, wouldn't it? If you say you're kicking along at 12, yeah. 12K an hour yeah. and you've got to get up to 18K an hour. Well, some some of the <laughs> cheaper ones, they have a smaller motor, but some of the big ones have like a three and a half horsepower motor set and they're a DC motor, so they pick up quite quickly. Yeah, so. She, she would have a really good one. You couldn't, do, like mine, I mean, nah, you'd lose too much time going through Pressing the, it. It'd have to be yeah, programmed. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. yeah, it looks good on the on the books. Like you look at the paper, the paperwork of it on a Garmin and it's just like increasing, just goes bang up and then 30 seconds and then down again a rest time in 30 seconds. So yeah, it'd be a pretty good session. Or I imagine like even, even just running 10 Ks on there when, when the weather's shit outside, that's pretty good. eh? Oh, it's, and it's like, you can just set it at that one speed and then you, I just put headphones on, listen to music, listen to a podcast and, and you can just dark, concentrate. You could, you could, you could just put that. You could put the YouTube on, on yeah. the iPad or yeah. if it's dark outside, you don't want to run with the headlamp. You can just jump on the treadmill and go, yeah, because some nights you just can't be bothered, can you? And then that treadmill is just in the garage, and the it's other, just perfect. The other, just... the other positive too, they all got cushioning systems nowadays, so you like not yeah, there's no stress on, your on the body, no no mm. stress on the body either. You run a treadmill, and it's a, and it's almost like a forced run, but at whatever pace you decide. But there's no there's all the cushioning extra on top of your shoe load, so your shoes cushion you as well as the treadmill cushions that. So yeah, there's a lot less stress on the joints and stuff too. So yeah. easy K's if you if you get a treadmill. You don't have to think about how fast you're running because it just controls it for you. You can just switch off yeah. before you know it. Like it's I find that the first 20 minutes is kind of difficult because you yeah. sort of feel like time's not going anywhere. And then all after 20 minutes, it just hammers through. Yeah. And you get yeah. 10 10 K done on a treadmill. I think the most I've done is like 15K on it. And that was pretty I was counting down the the minutes towards the end of that one yeah but um 
but yeah, so that was on my that was Thursday. Then Friday I did my um famous lostit.com loop, just nice and easy. Saturday I did um I did 20k in total. I, I ran to Park Run at North Lakes. I did yep. the uh, park run. I think I did it in about 19 minutes. And then I run home and that was 20k in total. And then Sunday I had a rest. But I guess the um the sort of news I've got about that is I was chatting to Paul at the at the mill on Tuesday night. And um yeah, basically he's doing my training until the Gold Coast Marathon. And um yeah, we'll get him on. He's he's gonna come on in a couple of weeks and we're gonna talk about it a bit bit more in detail. Excellent. But yeah, we went through like I was just chatting to him about it at the mill and just a few things he said. I was like, man, it just made sense, you know, like because I've had a bit of a niggling Achilles problem and we were talking How about How is that? Yeah, it's After good. It's not getting any worse. It's just seems to be getting I don't even want to jinx myself, but it seems to be getting better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he was saying, mate, the 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 trick for you is going to be the long run and getting in the gym. And I've got the program now, like it's, he's emailed it through to me and yeah, it's, there's lots of gym work and um, yeah, we'll talk about it more in the, in the coming weeks, but it's yeah, really good. And I'm pretty excited to, um, to get stuck into it. Yeah. 10 weeks of training and we're, we're at the Gold Coast. So with that, you know, with that um, run Saturday, Steve, um, your warm-up was from home to there and then you run park run. Was that a proposed sort of pace that you run, your marathon pace, was it? Well, uh, yeah, that was the trip. Because the, um, we were talking about it at the, at the mill and he was saying that you're going to need to be doing lots of long runs with like marathon pace effort in the middle of it and uh, lots of other things we were talking about. But I just thought, for that Saturday, I needed to do something long because that got me to 70K for the week. So I've gradually, in, I've gone up from 63 to 70. And uh, and then looking at the program, it's going to progressively get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then a couple of weeks of um, of like tapering off. And How many Ks maximum for the week will it build up to? Yeah, it's hard to say because it's all time-based. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's yeah. all like time on the feet sort of stuff. And... Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's really it's laid out really well, and yeah, we'll um we'll get cool. into it more as the weeks go on. And um, I'd like to get Paul on to just discuss how he works things like that out because we just had a bit of a chat. And I said, yeah, look, I've had this Achilles problem, and I've been having trouble getting motivated because I've got nothing coming up that's like frightened me. You know, like how you need something that really challenges you to sort of get you pumped up to actually get stuck in and um yeah yeah that so yeah it's good and i'm yeah i'm going for the you know sub three hours want to get that want to get one of them on the board and uh yeah it's gonna be so like so I'll that's run what that. you're going for for this one three yeah. hours 259 yeah. 59 and i'll be over the moon <laughs> yeah. but the, that that 5k park run in the middle of that 20k i tried to run at um yes. just under 415s and I actually had trouble getting that pace right. Like I was yeah. either too quick or too slow. So okay. that's something I'm going to have to work on in the next like few weeks is just knowing that I'm going at that pace without having to keep checking the watch, you know? Yeah. 
And I guess that's having having that having that training program though, that's gonna be key because like even Nathan, he followed um one that he got offline for his he he followed a marathon training run for his ultra. Yeah. And it, it was a success too, Steve. So he followed it pretty much on point until he got the injury a few weeks out from the end. It was a sixteen week course. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nate, Nate followed some online course that he downloaded for a marathon for his ultra, his 50K Noosa Ultra. So that works quite well for him too, just following, yeah. the, the, going, Mate, going through the motion. Like I hate always bringing things back to talking about tie boxing, but it's such a massive part of my life. But I could just, I compare a lot of things with running, with fighting. And I think like even now I'm 43 years old, I reckon if I went to a gym that had punch bags, skipping ropes. I could go in the gym four or five nights a week. I could do my three rounds of skipping, five rounds of shadow, five, six, seven rounds on the bags, skipping, cool down, go home. And I reckon I could probably win a couple of fights just doing that. Just like I'd just get Nathan to do the corner for me. He's done it before in the past. Like I'm sure I could win a couple of fights against some all right fighters, but then to get to that next level, you just need that help of someone yes. guiding you. Like, you know, you get a really good coach in and, and they're watching you hit the bag and they might just say little things like, oh, when are you going to throw that leg kick? Why don't you just faint that and move off to the left and throw this? You know, little things that just open up little, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, kind of hard to explain, but you you just can't get to that next level without having a bit of guidance and, yeah, that's why I think it's um, it's important to get like a bit of a plan, a bit of a coach, or someone to help you out because it'll just help you get to that next level in a a more um, intelligent way, if that makes sense. Like you, yeah, I agree. Think about it for you, and you just kind of do it. And yeah, it's funny because Courtney DeWalter, probably the top female ultra runner in the world, and um, she she doesn't have a coach and she doesn't have a training plan. She just goes out and runs. Yeah. I've heard all her on trails. talk about that. Yeah. But she does live at like 10,000 feet above sea level at Leadville yeah. where the Leadville 100 is. So she's, she's training up there, living up there and her red blood cell count will be through the roof. Cause that's what about three and a half thousand meters above sea level, which wow. is great. Good on you. You know, like yeah, I wish I could, do that I'm, well, I'm about 40 meters above sea level here we're not doing much for my hematocrit level but um yeah she doesn't have a plan and you wonder do you know like does anyone know a good plan for ultra marathon running because it's just you know like one one you know at the start of the year she might be doing 160k august she might be doing utmb um and then she might go and do a 100 miler um or 200 miler you know, and um, a lot of it doesn't come down to the training. A lot of it comes down to the nutrition and how your gut responds. And it yeah. might just be, mm. you know, it, something might just mess it up. And, um, you know, not to say that it's harder than anything else, but I think when you come down to the shorter distances of like a marathon, half marathon and that, the training is so key to yeah. it. And, um, but there are obviously there's a science science to it because what makes one person win by two hours over the next person it might just be they just they didn't do enough hill work or it could have been the shoes or the weather how you respond or your gut 
the nutrition, you know, over that longer period. Mate, she probably just gets it right naturally. She's probably just got it right naturally. But she was a great cross country skier and then went to got a coach. She might just get that extra few more percent out of herself, you know. Maybe not. Maybe some people are just not coachable, like, you know. But she's like, you took a look at her, she's like seventh in out of the men at UTMB. First woman by like two and a half hours. Yeah. But then when you think about it, they run 160, 172 kilometers. And there's only a difference between first and second place by like two hours. You think, shit. Yeah. Man, I'd love to yeah. go and watch that event. Yeah. Yeah. Like it'd be it's a shame because I'll be there when it's on this year, but I won't be going to watch it. But the thing is, they take off. It starts at 6, 6.30 at night. And um, but then obviously you're in France. It's like doesn't get dark till ten eleven o'clock. Mm. Um, but they go off in a circle. You know they they circumnavigate Mont Blanc. So um, you but you get to see the start, and then you could jump on the bus and go across to other places to see the the, the checkpoints um, and get around because there's no snow uh, around, so you can drive if you wanted to or whatever, and then see the finish. Being a cross-country skier would be a massive impact on her running ability too, because like they, those guys and cyclists have some of the biggest VO2 maxes in the world. You know, like um, I think they call them a Nordic skier or cross-country skier, as you say. Some of them are up around the 90, 90 VO2 max, which is huge. It's like astronomical compared to, I think I I I saw a, a screenshot of Steve's watch on the weekend. He's fifty-eight. I think I'm 54. So when you say 90 VO2 max, the oh. ability for your body to absorb oxygen, it's nearly double. It's it's, yeah. it's huge, man. So yeah. for them to run, they're they're doing it effortlessly without sort of. And too you much have to be, it's got to be a little bit genetics as well. Like they've got to, they probably might have a higher hematocrit level. Their body break produces less yeah. uh, waste products, breaks it down quicker, replenishes the ATP quicker um and all the other different stuff um yeah they talk about i don't talk about that sort of lactic lactate anymore because it's been shown to be the same it was a misconception it's a a good debate it was lactate's shown to be the same inside and outside the cell even when you're like you're stuffed you know at the end of say four minute fartlet um you know but so there's something else going on but whatever those waste products are like lance armstrong they produce they're able they produce less and they break it down quicker. Um, and it's to do with, yeah, just lung capacity, mitochondria in the, in the muscle cell and um, lots of other things. Training, obviously, as well, to doing the right training to allow the body to be able to work like that. Cool. We didn't get on to um, your week, Steve, yet. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll go through quickly. Um, I started... Well, I think I, I, I got 71 Ks, as I mentioned earlier. So on Monday, um, it was a public holiday last week for Easter Monday. Um, I teamed up with the fella. I did the trail, um, the night trail a few weeks ago, Alistair, and we did a 12K loop just for a or 13K loop of North Lakes with him. I just pushed him that extra K. I was supposed to be 12, but yeah, it took him the, the back way just to get that extra K in. Um, around North Lakes, which is quite, quite hilly. Once you get away from have the you, park run. Have you been through the um, uh, golf course? Cause that's quite a nice little run actually through there. If you go right yeah, up to we, the far end. 
we went right up around the back past the school and then up Bounty Boulevard all the way down to Bunnings at the other end and around um, back down the arterial. Yeah, it was um, 13K. So then after that, I did a few laps of the lake at a bit more of a tempo sort of pace to finish off. Um, and I, I got a 21.2K run done that day. So that was pretty cool to nice. bank, get in the bank. Yeah, so coming off the back of an easy sort of 13, just increased it for the next eight to get that sort of kilometers up. Um, that was pretty cool. And then yeah, the next day um, I did like 30 minutes. I got the endorphin pros showed up that I run in on the weekend at the relay. They showed up on the Tuesday. So I had a crack at them in the afternoon, uh, 30 minutes just to see what they feel like. I wasn't going to go and do anything stupid or just going along to see how they, how they work and they they felt very snappy you know um as far as i can tell plate from, in them? yeah carbon plate but this is the version two of them so um the oh, version so one the second version okay yeah, yeah second version they just have a, a better heel grab so you know how like if you wear a shoe and it feels like it slips as you're running without tightening your shoe this one here seems to fit better and yeah, it holds onto your heel a lot better so it's a it's a firmer without tightening your laces or whatever it just feels firmer so that was pretty cool. That was my purchase of the week, by the way. Um, got them on sale. They were reduced nice. from $320 down to 208 So that's a bargain, 30, oh. 34% off. So I scooped them up. <laughs> Not too many bargains come up in size 13. So when they do, you just grab them. On um, Wednesday, I hit Steve up on Tuesday for a run. So Wednesday, we went for a, a 10K around Marumba Downs. So that was pretty cool. Um, but he was still hurting from the night before so i made him hurt a little bit more that was a bit yeah. of fun good to see him every good to see him uh, crying a little bit um yeah and then on thursday after work i hit the trails so i did an out and back an 8k out and 8k back which covered 500 nearly 540 meters of elevation so 16ks just the easy pace trying to hone in my, on my guzzler pace for some similar sort of elevation I'm trying to going to try to cover eight k's an hour. So Where did you do that? On Thursday, so after what, I run. What trails though? Um, Sanford Conservation Park. Oh, they got yeah. like a main yeah. loop there. You sort of avoid all the mountain bike tracks, but it's all what, the tracks. Uh, what What would that get that get you in um, at uh, seven hours? Um, what's that? Five eights of forty. So six. I reckon you go faster than that. I reckon you'll go sub six hours, mate. So that's just the base. So I want to try and cover that. So that's including walking the hill. So basically I did the same thing. I got to a hill. Once I feel it load up on the legs, I just walked it. Um, what pace was run. you doing? I'll tell you now. I've got the pace calculator out. Uh, the gap pace. Uh, so the average pace was 721. Seven so it should minutes. be around about the, it should be around about the um, six What's hours. What's the elevation 30, on the And how many it's Ks is the race? Isn't it? 52. <laughs> 52, oh, yes. That would be six hours, six minutes for 50K. Yeah, there you go. So it'd be roughly yeah. six and a half hours if I sort of do that. But yeah, it was the elevations 2100 plus, it says on the website. So it's kind of very similar to what Nathan will be doing this week over 42, but as a 52K race. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's a shame it's not a dead 50 because if it was dead 50, you could do six hours. Um, so. Yeah. So yeah, um, the the loop out there that follows the trails is basically the fire trails <coughs> around the back to where all the mountain bike trails start. It's a it's an eight k just over eight k loop, 
So I did an out and back. So out, um, run almost back to my car. I saw my car, I was probably only 100 metres away, but I just turned around at 8K and then turned around and back the same trail back to the start. So that was pretty cool. It was um, get to see the elevation from both angles. Does that make sense? So you run one way. If you run that same way all the time, it's good to go the other way just to see what it's like just to change up. Yeah. Um, cool. Friday, I had a rest day. Just give the legs a break um, from that actual trail. I don't know about you guys, but nearly 550 metres elevation is a, is a lot. So I didn't want to sort of push the next day and do something yeah. silly. So And then, and then park run. Um, I only just made it to park run Saturday with about three minutes to spare from work. There's no warm up. It was just basically I stretched me quads, did a, did a bit of a hemi sort of bend over and to just to give the hemis a bit of a stretch. And buddy, the first K was like five thirty, and then sort of eased into it like four thirty pace for two Ks, and then and then four ten for the last two. So end up being a solid park run as well. You primed then, prime those hip flexors sitting in the car for like 45 minutes or whatever. Oh, man. Was so. And then, um, yeah, Sunday, um, Daniel that um, anchored the relay on Monday, um, I hit him up, see if he wanted to go for a run on Sunday prior, prior to asking him if he wanted to run the event. Um, we went for a run in the morning at 7 o'clock and, and did a 13K, 13.5K hit out around Marumba Downs. So that was pretty cool. Just had a good chat and we hadn't sort of run into each other for a while. Um, so that was pretty cool. Awesome. Um, finished off with about 71K. So and, that was my uh, week. week. I should announce to the listeners that Bradley Wax Cullen has just entered the chat. How's it going, yeah. Brad? Well, thank you, my boys. <laughs> yeah, mate. Good to see you can finally jump in every now and again. Oh, just got to change my attitude on a lot of things, I think. <laughs> so we, we were just recapping our week last week prior to the relay. So you had COVID, mate. So how did your week unfold after that? Unfold after it. Oh, just getting back to basics, really. I was knackered for three days. I'd give it three days. And it was actually From, from when you actually got sick. Yeah. Bad for then, three days, yeah. But uh, on Wednesday, I just thought to myself, I'm going to have to do something here because I've just got to get my body back into something. So I just did stretching for about maybe 15, 20 minutes. I was expected to be more drained. I was drained, but I, I was trying to figure out the body. You know how you, you can work out. Uh, like if you have a race and you start and you, you have a warm-up, you go, oh, I don't feel very good. Or you before the warm-up, you're like, oh, I feel like crap. But then you... You actually have a good run. So I'm just trying to figure out where my body was um, when I was doing those stretches. And I and I, I was thinking to myself, oh, I'm actually feeling not too bad. So was you, we'll like, it was did you Wednesday. have a cough? Did you have a cough or anything? Like, was you no, I had, uh, no, just uh, that, well, remember that vomiting just after midnight. It was Monday morning. And then I couldn't breathe when I tried to go back to sleep and I was getting a bit worried. I thought I'd have an asthma attack or something and end up in the hospital. So oh, I was asthma, figuring right? it out. Yeah, yeah, well, as a kid, I was in and out of hospital too. So I thought from, you know, like Lou Tyke, um, two-way breathing, that's what came to my mind. If I don't do something here, I'm in serious trouble. So I rolled, I sat up like this on the bed and I started to do two-way breathing. And um, there was only a split second where I thought, well, I'm going to have to tell Rona, look, take me to hospital. 
or yeah. I'll just yeah. start breathing. And it, and it came back. I could not believe it, but I had faith in it, or I wouldn't have done it in the start. And I got I, and I got my breathing back, and I ended up having not a bad sleep. But then again, look, my, my alarm goes off at four thirty, and I was back at work trying to. I was telling the boss I feel like crap. He said, well, what, what do you got? I said, well, I was vomiting this morning. He's like, well, that's not the symptoms. <laughs> so I just stuck, I just worked. Yeah. Everything other than normal is COVID symptoms nowadays. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, Tuesday and then like uh, Wednesday I got tested, of course, and I've uh, come up positive. And then I was at the hospital late that morning and what the proper... Uh, Did you PCR? Yeah. And then it came, they text me midnight saying that's yeah. So it was a week at home. Yeah. So once you once you come good and you're tested negative, are you back into running? So, how so that feel? I, yeah. So I uh, I gave it. I rang. We spoke Willie, and you said give it a rest. Just do some yoga. So I just kept doing my stretching, and then I think I gave it five days and just went a little bit here and there. No no running. And so I, I had that. Can't I did that nine k? Yeah. I was buggered. Yeah. Sorry, I just butt in there. Yeah, because Brad was saying to me like. He was like raring to get back to training, and I, I was saying, mate, from what I've been seeing online, is like people take a fair while to recover from COVID, so don't yeah. go, just take it easy. And um, yeah. I did too. Yeah, back out a bit. Yeah, yeah. So I did the nine k, and I did the five k pretty well actually. It was like 26, 27 minutes. I think, wow, that's good. I feel. Was well, that a park run? Okay. No, that, no, no, I wouldn't turn up okay, No way. I was taking it serious. I was looking, I'm thinking at other people too. Um, but yeah, so I just did my normal run down to the beach. I wanted just, to do just, 10, 10 Just K. let me jump in for a sec, just because if I might have to delete this or not. That wasn't when you were in quarantine, was it? No, <laughs> like it was you, after. Oh, no, no, it was after, five days. No, he tested negative. Oh, yeah. So you were, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah well, I did. In the, case people did start the, messaging. Look, I've already been at home five days. <laughs> And um, I, I did the test and it came up negative. And so I did the, I did what I had to. Yeah. But so you only, you, you only really only one sort way. of an off week and then you pretty much bounce back because you run good at the relays. Yeah. Well, I did that 9K and then I did the 10K then that day after. And I did that well too. There was no rest. There's only, I just stopped about a minute at the 5K, come back. Uh, it's Sandgate. It was quite windy as well, so I did well there. But then I did the seven k's day after that, or two days after, and uh, I, I was stuffed. Mm. And then again, we I had a few days off, and then what? What do you know? The um, relay came up pretty quick, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Back mm. to you, Steve. Oh, you, you've got a pretty um, awesome milestone coming up this weekend, haven't you? Yeah, mate. Um, last week was me 249th park run. So I'm, I'm on me 250th this week if I make it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be starting work a little bit early just to make sure I do get there because I think they sort of they ask you if you're going to be there. And I sort of said, yeah, I'll be there. So, mate, wow. congratulations, park runs. man. 250 yeah. park runs. That's awesome. Listen, you need to, this is what I said to my brother, you need to learn to work more efficiently when you're at work so you can get yeah. your work done. Yeah. Okay. Just put yeah. That out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm already as efficient as I can get. So if there's anything on top of that, I need to start earlier. Um, yeah. So it'll be 210 runs at North Lakes. That's my home park run. So I've done roughly 40 elsewhere. And usually most of them, uh, probably only about 10 of them have been um, 
preempted where like someone says, Hey, let's go here. The other ones have been on my way home where I know I'm not going to make North Lakes. So I'll stop at Warner Lakes or bloody Mitchelton or somewhere yeah. on the way home, just pull up and go for a run. Um, yeah. The 250 so, park runs. When did you start and where did you um, start? Oh, March. Take us back through your, like the start. Yeah. So I was 39. So I didn't run at all before that. I, I started running when I was probably 39. So so that's August 2000 and what's that 2015 and then um COVID wiped the year out so basically that COVID where they stopped park running was about 10 months or something so if you take that away that is roughly almost five and a half six years of running um park runs so that works out to where we are today at 250 park runs I've only missed probably a handful or maybe two handfuls like a dozen maybe of park runs um and that's only just because I just couldn't get there or basically away on a holiday or something. But yeah, it's, it's my, um, Mr. Consistent. Yeah. yeah it's my daily, it's my weekly bread. You got to show up and just do it. Eh? It's, it's good. It gets, gets the mind set for the rest of the, for me, my weekends way out of whack with you guys. So it's my start of my week, really. Yeah. I know everyone's a Monday to Sunday, but mine's probably Sunday to Friday. I don't know. Saturday to Friday. No, I'm, a, I'm a Sunday to my, my, yeah, my week's Monday to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so going, what, going what, back. Yeah. What did you start at? Like what sort of pace oh, wow. was you running? I had no idea. Someone at work just said, Hey, you should go to park run and see what you can do. Cause I was, oh, I asked someone, oh, I did 2.2 Ks in like 13 minutes and said, is that all right? And they go, that's a bit slow for your size basically. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. So I took offense to that. So then, I basically built on that and then someone said, Oh, you should go to Park Run. And I said, What is that? So I looked it up and found there's a couple right near me, Petrie and North Lakes. North Lakes look kind of cool running around a, a, a lake, you know what I mean? And um, mm. Petrie was my other option, which is it looked a little bit hillier as such. But um I think my very first park run was twenty five forty two. So Damn, that's, that's good. But I, I remember stopping a few times during that. Uh, it was as you do, you try to push yourself too hard given that i'll probably never even run 5k without stopping at that point um went to petrie that was at north lakes so 25 42 went to north lakes the next week uh petrie the next week it was 20 26 something i went back to north lakes and i got 25 42 again so i thought yeah this is cool i've sort of doubled up on my numbers at north lakes i'm gonna stick there so anyway so going back through the years 2016 Wow. Um, so from March 2016, so for the rest of that year, my my fastest time at North Lakes um, or Park Run in general was, which would have been North Lakes. I don't think I set any of these PBs for the year at any of the other events, but yeah, um, North Lakes was 21.52. So after nine months of running, I got from 25.42 down to 21.52. So I took Break 22 um, minutes, four minutes off. Yeah. So four minutes off my initial park run time almost. Um, 2017, um, it didn't come down too far, but 21.35. So, you know, 17 seconds is 17 seconds, I guess. Still getting quicker. Yeah, 2018, knocked it down to 21.01. So I was on the doorstep of breaking 21 minutes. Um, mind you, all these runs, they're after work. So I work all night and then get to park run and it's so basically you guys going for a park run at 6 p.m at night or something you know yeah difficult after you after your work day 
it's a, it's a hard task. And also on top of that, a bit of fatigue from bloody doing or sleep deprivation for shift work. But I don't know if you guys, you would have done some shift work, brow driving trucks. Yeah, it's yeah, but I wasn't running like that. I would have been yeah. better as well. It does affect you, eh? Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, I show up and just push myself hard. Okay, so the next year I broke, 2019, I broke 21. 2055 was my personal best for that year. And 2020, I got it down to 2037. And last year, everything just seemed to evolve. All my running distance from 2020 onwards, big Ks. I think I did 3,500 Ks in 2020 last year, 3,000 Ks. So that basically brought my... I knocked a minute off my 2020 time of 2037 down to 1937. So wow, I knocked awesome, a minute man. off, which was the biggest gap basically of the whole lot. Um, and in 2021, I broke 20 minutes four times. So best year so far. I have yet to break 20 minutes so this year, but a lot of different running, sort of looking at trail running this year. So a lot of slow runs, um, not sort of so much speed run until monday monday was my first real speed effort um with you guys so Mate, what was your fastest k rep that in that day 318 um yeah i like i used to like getting i used to like getting the new shoes and as anyone does oh, let's go try these out and there's a 1k from the hall to my house along a straight stretch of road it's not it's up and down it's not it's not flat but i used to try them out and i think i, I said a um uh, a 335 kilometer on that which is in in the, a set of endorphin pros and then on the weekend in the endorphin pro twos i i set 318 so i knocked a fair whack off that um mate if so you can run cool. a 318 you can run way quicker than 20 minutes like way quicker than 1930 sorry i reckon yeah yeah i think i got it in me i just gotta yeah and i got lots of distance in my legs i know the stamina's there in the old days you know going back to 2016 2017 a lot of those faster runs they were with a break for walking because the lactic build up but i think now with the distance in my legs i don't have to stop and it's a consistent run you know what i mean the the splits are all nice and even yeah i'm um, just gotta I've just gotta go out harder usually for me going after work and getting on to park run i sort of have a, a drive and a stop and then a bit of a warm-up and i feel tired but once i get going i just gotta i think even my pb's probably come off a night where i've gone from home to there so without working so maybe take brett, that into consideration yeah brett doesn't really do warm-ups do you mate i wasn't really into discussion. warm-ups <laughs> just um, wants to get there go hard straight out of the car pull a muscle and uh yeah, no, Steve think, used think... to want to do 5k on a warm up. I'd meet Brad, would be like, Meet me at Redcliffe Park Run. I'd be there and I'd be like, Where are you? 10 minutes before the start, and he's rolling out of bed, <laughs> <laughs> just turns up before the before it starts. But yeah, definitely coming <laughs> off that, definitely coming off that PB and that relay on Monday. I'm definitely um, going to be producing when the, the weather cools off over the next few months. Oh, for sure. Well, whilst we were on the uh, topic of the relays, we should just recap that event. That was so fun. It was, uh, it was good. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a, like, sort of strange weather. Like, it was a little bit raining on and off all day, wasn't it? And yeah. Got there, set Actually, up driving these. down the highway there, it was torrential. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a nightmare. Mm. To, yeah. To run same. And this, you know. Um, but, and, uh, yeah. We should, yeah, we should mention that Fraser was out of the team because he's had COVID. Yeah. So we had a 
last minute ring in one of the regulars from a North Lakes Park run, Daniel O'Hara. Wildcard entry. Mate, thank you very much for doing that, Daniel. I mean, I'm sure he had as much fun as we did, but he was a real um he, he was, was a real asset. strong member of the team in the end, wasn't he? An asset to the oh, team, wasn't he? Yeah, he right. was. He also PB'd, by the way. He um he took his PB, his 1K PB from 334 down to 307. Oh, That's a huge increase. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he wasn't even in a pair of super shoes. No. And he was eating a toasted sandwich. So I put it down to whatever he had on that sandwich in the car on the way there. That's That was his fuel for the Arvo. Yeah. And wow. he's, just a, he's such a top bloke. I've, I've, yeah. I've been getting on with him for a couple of years, actually, from the North Lakes Park run. Mate, he's always pushing that pram. Maybe that's the secret. Yeah. He's, yeah I I've asked him how much that pram weighs, and he reckons 80 kilos. Oh, oh man. Yeah, at least. At least. <laughs> I seen him at uh, North Lakes well. on Saturday, just gone. And I said, oh, mate, you're pushing them, them two kids around. And he mm. goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he quite heard me. And then I walked around behind the pram. There's another two kids at the back. There's four yes. kids in that tough. pram. Yeah, he's Mentally got four, tough. He's got four under six. So he's got a, a almost six. Um, he's got a three, three and a half year old and twins that aren't one yet. So he's he's on he's on board as a dad. Eh? He's the best dad I know. He's pretty yeah, cool. He's cool, man. They'd love that in the pram, North Lakes, hurtling yeah. around. <laughs> the fastest pram in North Lakes, wouldn't it? Jesus. Yeah. Well, apart from kids, Woolly, it? I think I Woolly's... broke 18 minutes at Park Run at North Lakes. You with, did. With two kids in the pram. But yeah. I thought that was awesome. And then Lewis Purcell run like 16.30 with yeah. two like seven-year-olds in a pram. Yeah. I had Sandgate or something on that. It was on a time oh, he's, trial. Mate, he's done a yeah. really fast one at North Lakes too with, um, yeah. with both of them in the pram. They both had iPads. Yeah, he reckons they were whinging the whole time, and he, and he ran like sixteen thirty <laughs> or sixteen fifty. You know, broke seventeen minutes. Yeah, wow. so it's just crazy. So let's get back to this um relay. This is pretty pretty good event, wasn't it? Yeah, excellent. Basically, it was a forty five minute um time frame that you run in. No, hey, ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Sorry. Yeah. Ninety minutes. Yeah. 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 And uh, we had five members on the team and you just did your 1.2K loop and tagged and it just, um, just go for it. And then you had sort yeah. of like a bit of a rest in between and tried not to get too cold and, uh, yeah. and go again. Yeah. So also to mention to the, the viewers that, that didn't know, um, it's been going for a little while and the track record was 26 laps prior to our event on Monday. Yeah. Um, by the Burt Squad, um, one of the elite running clubs in Brisbane. And on the weekend, they too equaled that record, but two teams got 26 laps again this time. So a massive effort from them guys. Mate, there's just so many awesome runners in that club. Yeah. What did they come? So, First, second, third, and fourth? And fifth. And yeah. fifth. Oh, shit. Yeah. So the crazy. four men's team got first, second, third, fourth, and the women's got fifth. So crazy. Uh, yeah, bloody good. Oh, I remember having a chat with you earlier, Steve, and you said, oh, not too many of those people because a lot of them run the Red Day um, run, the Red Army run on the Saturday, uh, Sunday, was it? Yeah. In the city. It was a 10K event. Yeah. And Steve, and then, surely, the Army surely, they ran. 
surely most of them won't, won't back up on Monday. Yeah, they, they did. all did. They, yeah, every they single one of them did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, they're just just a fierce competition. They those guys, they just really mm. sort of have a pack going, and they bloody just fly. Mm. Eh? I remember seeing a photo today on our Insta. Um, and I think it, the caption was Steve in front. There was about uh, Steve in front of that group, but there was probably about 20 Burt guys in front yeah. of him as well. That was on Huge. the first leg. That, uh, yeah. They were within like eyesight for about <laughs> 300 meters. And then what, sort of pace, what sort of pace were they pushing, you reckon, per kilometer? It must be a 250 well, something. One of them did, I think, 320 for the actual 1.2K. So I don't know oh, what that yeah. would convert for a K, but bloody quick mm. yeah wow. three when it's 350 something no the one of their guys did a 320 rep yeah oh, Coop, okay. cooper redhead okay. the fastest guy yeah no but for huge. 1k though what they get for 1k we don't know it must have been two two sub 250 to get that yeah but one it's of huge. their their actual the girls but team passed me with about 50 meters to go and I managed to sort of hold on to her, but she beat me by about two seconds, I think, on that first leg. But then that was the last we saw of them. They were yeah. gone. All right, they were eighth overall, second in um, our category. So yes, I good result. We, we had a great good battle with the, with the Striders team, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you run sick, so yeah, and you run for the Striders last year, Steve. So this is something mentally, sort of, that you you sort of wanted us to get across the line. We just didn't quite make it, but. Yeah. Well, we all run so good, though. Eh? I was so pumped at the end to see everyone's results. I heard um, at uh, training last night that they'd been kind of chatting about it, saying they were going to, like, really battle to take us out. And well, um, We were there. And, I mean, I know I took one – was it my third lap? I took uh, one of the guys, second or third lap, I took one of the guys, and then um, they uh, ended up getting back past us. Yeah. And yeah. then um, – yeah, it was, it was a great race. We were when pretty it close for a few laps. Yeah, and then, uh, then, then they few rounds, and then they got they got us, and then it just we couldn't get it back. About two hundred fifty meters, wasn't it? Yeah, in the end. Yeah, Peter Lewis put a couple of hundred meters into you, Brad, in one of those yeah. laps, and then we just couldn't. Daniel almost got us back on his rep, and then that was it. They just got away. But I mean, it was just great fun to be a part of that. It was unreal. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Good support, people cheering and that along that that um you know the home straight and then around the bend. Thought it was yep. unreal. It was cool seeing everyone sprinting towards the end because I think everyone sees that finish line and they just up their tempo a little bit. And um yeah, even even the fast guys that are pushing, there's a lot of grimacing. I remember yeah. seeing you come in, Steve, to tag me. I'm just looking at your face going, Holy shit, this is gonna hurt. <laughs> I was just gritting, just go. <laughs> wow. Um, in the end, um, our, our, um, the way the system worked on the last lap, so as long as you finished before the 90 minutes, um, you got that last lap and it was a battle for that last lap. Daniel, Daniel O'Hara, he run for me on that last lap because he was um, clocking better times. Um, the average for his running was a lot, a little bit quicker than mine. So we just sort of worked out and he said if he can recover in two laps, he said he was happy to run again, which he did. Um, he, he got us within, I know it sounds like a lot, probably about 270 meters, but he kept us within one minute of the striders. That was our, um, the people that came seventh 
And he also pushed us into eighth position ahead of the ninth guys, which finished 16 seconds after us. Oh, awesome. So we, we, we edged them out and thanks to Daniel, who's a bloody good last lap too, I, I imagine. I yeah. think it was one second quicker than his previous. So he, he finished stronger at the end. I think everyone, even you, Wooly, we all got slower by a few seconds each, yeah. each lap just through fatigue and also, you know, he somehow pulled out that one second at the end. He didn't go backwards. He went forwards on that last lap. So it's huge effort. Tough, tough. So we got 22 laps, 22 laps, boys. That's pretty good. Excellent. We'll do better next year. Yes. Get 23 Mm. laps. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you go wax? You're like coming off COVID. So how did that affect you at a full throttle sort of run? Well, oh, it was tough because that first lap, I wasn't looking at the time though. I was looking at my average pace. Yeah. And when I first started off, I looked down when we got around maybe a quarter of it, and I was going to three twenty pace. I thought, oh, this is spot on. But when we come down to that last straight, I was probably averaging around three forty five. 350 pace so I'm not looking I always just look at the pace and I do that in the background too unless I'm unless I know I'm getting close to uh yeah in the park run a PB or something I'll just nail it for that last K or try and step it up 1500 meters out but uh by anyway by that third lap um I remember because I'm quite um competitive as well so I was talking um to you Nathan you're telling me how you're pretty spent. And I was thinking, because I sort of had a headache after that first lap, to be honest with you. And it's and I was just down to like, yeah, I'm glad um Daniel took that last go too, because <laughs> I tell you what, that fourth lap, you know, how you guys are talking about hammering at home, I really it, didn't have it anything was getting, to bring. It was home. getting harder, eh? Each, each rep was getting harder. It was tough I, I did my again. first, like I'll say, I did my first lap and I went. Oh shit! I've got to do like at least another three. It I don't was want hard, to do it. <laughs> I didn't like running at that yeah. pace. You know, I'll, I'll just run a lot, a lot longer and slower. Geez, yeah. we all going to benefit from it that way. Yeah. That was a good session. Yeah. If that was like what you call an interval session, I know it was spread out, but geez, we all hit some really good paces. And I know, Brad was uh, consistent. I think Brad yeah. probably got the uh, uh, got. Uh, he was just sitting on the same time every lap. Every lap he yep. did. Hit, yeah. hit at the same time. It's great. Yeah, yeah but I'm going to, I'm making a better commitment. Like, oh, that's inspired me to, um, and especially um, your dad, uh, Wooly. And then just to see you boys, I know I gave it the, the most I could have. I just couldn't push any harder. And I, and I always do that, you know, because I just got to give it. If you, the team's giving all, I'm going to yeah, give my. Yeah. It's, it, uh, it's a team effort. Well. It's definitely a team effort, Wax. Mate, you put in so yeah. well. So, yeah. I just want to give myself more time and just really, I mean, I want to bring it home. To like, I know, I mean, I'm in the um, Striders, you know, running group, but I really want to give them a good cracking next time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No you, way, uh, you're doing the jetty to jetty, aren't you? You're entered in yeah, the jetty. I've, I've paid, jetty. Yeah, I've paid for that. So I've got, I've really got a good chance to do well there. Yeah, yeah. you've got plenty of time and to get mentality. Good. There is, good, but um, it's, it's easy to um, go into sort of my old habits. We all, you know, I've got, I've got two months to go. I'll, I'll just stop having a beer or something. 
two weeks out or three weeks out. I mean, it's not. It has worked a couple of times in the past. Like you've said, oh, you won't break one forty, or and I'll get one uh, thirty nine or something like that. <laughs> but when is the jetty? I mean, jetty? It's July, June, July the. Is it July the seventeenth? Seventeenth, sixteenth, or seventeenth? Yeah, it's on the Sunday. Yeah, yeah, sixteenth. Oh, so when you've got a few races coming up then in um, in July, July because yeah. you've got, I'm doing the Brisbane Trail Ultra. You're doing the Guzzler. Yeah, and mm. then Brad's doing the Jetty Jetty before. I might be week. doing the Jetty the Jetty as well the week before the Guzzler, just as a the last the run out training there. session. Yeah. Yeah. I always say that the jetty to jetty is like the, like the peninsulas, like Gold Coast Marathon, because it's just like yeah. a real good local event that is always massive. Heaps Where does of people. it start? Starts at Pelican, Pelican Park. Park. Yeah. The course has changed a little bit over the last few years. I preferred the old course where it started at the actual um, Belvedere Tavern. Me yeah. too. But the tra- they moved it to down further. But the problem mm. with that is that when you come down that to where the Belvedere is, you, mentally you think it's over because yeah, you've sort of gone up and down a big hill. Yeah. But then you get there and then you've got another probably what? 2K. Is it? Yeah, 2K. Yeah, it's a long, yeah. to the bridge. long stretch of yeah. road to run. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite a hard one. And there's another rise. You don't feel it at the start. So from Pelican Park, you run a K out and then you run this little rise up to sort of Woody Point where the mm. bowls club is there. So on the way back, you're doing the reverse and you got to go up a, like yeah. a long sort of 500 meter slow mm. incline before you go down again to the finish line. So yeah, it's a bit of a hurt locker, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. but it's a great, like the actual event is just awesome. Like I think last year I just went and I watched and I filmed it. And so it's on YouTube. Mm. If you look that up, Jetty to Jetty, but we, um, me and Chappie were filming that. Chappie had his drone out. And oh, there must have been there must have been six wave starts. Like there was that many people. Each and wave was this hundreds, year too. Hundreds of COVID, people. I think. Did they do it? There's a lot of entering this year too. Yeah. It's so it's good that everyone's too. locked in something in. Because like so mm. uh, I, I've got a race this weekend and one locked in. Um, well, ninety-nine percent. Woolley's got the uh, Gold Goldie. Coast Marathon. Um, Spartan's got the Guzzler, and then if he does maybe the Jetty to Jetty, and yeah. uh, you Brisbane, you've locked in. Um, Brad, you've locked in the Jetty to Jetty. So just for um, now, yeah, for now anyway. Yeah, yeah so, I just want to uh, lose. Um, yeah, I've got my mindset back to where it should have been, and we are. Yeah, I'm just getting a little bit tired of going from a good weight to, you know, laying off and just going here and there and putting on five, six kgs where, you know, like, like if we go back to Muay Thai, Nathan, um, you know, I got, I got down to 66 kgs for a fight, you know? Jeez. So, I mean, and it was a lot of hard work, but yeah, I've got the mentality to do it. And um, that on that, going back to that relay, it sort of it kicked me and that's what I needed. And especially... That last talk, the um, your dad was pretty serious, uh, Willie. Uh, and it, what did and he say? I oh, just said, you know, come on, bro, get get back into training and then give it a good, 
give it a good go. But I looked at his face and the way he was saying it. He he was serious, and and we weren't joking around. I always joke around, but I yeah. thought about it later. And then what you've been telling me, and and then like me personally thinking to myself, you know, you don't want to keep leaving it until you get to your fifties and that, because you just got to and give it a good go. Like- Tick's been out like how many years has he been training pretty consistent with not like years off or since stuff since like that? 1979. Wow. So <laughs> even, even like our older brother Spencer ran, uh, he'd be like doing 200 Ks a week, 120 miles a week for, for years, but he doesn't do really any, doesn't even run for, for fun, uh, really, mm-hmm. like on a consistent basis. His wife does, my sister in law, but um, you think. Yeah, like Jesus, there's not probably many people around that could say they've done that many years of consistent oh, running. Yeah, like like he has. So, and then for him, it's just a way of life, it, you know. And and that's I suppose how you have to sort of make it is yeah. that it is just something that. But there's not many people around I think that could stick to it for that long, you know. Like I I did kickboxing for over twenty years, but I don't do that consistently. But Tick's been running consistently you know, several times a week for what's that? But, 40, mate, that, 50 years. That whole group that he runs with the, the Ashley runners. I mean, some of them don't really run that much anymore, but there's still <laughs> the main guys, his dad, Jeff, um, John Greedy, uh, Dave Langridge, like mate, they've been running together for as long as I can remember. Like, yeah. they, they meet up on a Thursday night and they, they go for an easy run and then they have a, like, one or two beers all together afterwards at someone's house. And they've done that since I, since we first moved to Australia and they still do it to this day. So they've just got that really good social thing, you know, and then they all go through their stages where they take it pretty seriously and, you know, do lots of training. And then when they don't, they still run, you know, minimum probably three times a week four times a week and just nice and easy jogging and just chatting and stay in touch with each other. And I think that's how they've kept that longevity there. They've, they all have their moments where they take it seriously, but the majority of the time it's just a social thing and it's just all about keeping healthy and fit. Yeah. yeah. He loves a big week too. Your dad loves getting 80 Ks. He shows it when he gets the 90 pluses though. <laughs> I think okay. he's trying to sometimes you don't him. don't take it too seriously. He just goes out and you know he's not training for anything specific, say like uh, you know other than beating me at park run. Um, <laughs> that uh, you know he's not like going. Oh, I've got a marathon coming up. He's just doing it because he because he enjoys it. I think yeah. So you can take the pressure off yourself a bit as well. But and he, uh, he was there on nice. Monday. There's yeah. nothing mm-hmm. like having a race entered to give you that motivation to train yeah. a little bit more yeah. specific and a little bit more intense. Like I think you got to you got to pick a time or an event that scares you. You know, like you did that fifty k, Nath at Noosa. Like that's a pretty scary event. Fifty k over trails, over hills, in the heat. It needs to frighten you to actually motivate you. I think, like just a Mm. little bit, because otherwise you take it too nonchalantly and go, "Oh yeah, I did a bit of training here, a bit of training there." Just does, you know, and that's where you come unstuck, and then you DNF. Mm yeah mate because yeah. you'll be home one afternoon and you'll be like man i've got to go train i can't oh, i'll give it a miss whereas when you think no i can't i've got to do, yeah, i've got to, to go train. out there and run yeah you, Same as kickboxing, you had to you had to train because you go 
It's not like, oh, I just don't run. If I don't do very fast, I don't be fast. If you have a bad day in the ring, you're going to end up like hurt. Yeah. So um, you stuck to your plan though for that run, that ultra. Apart from your little injury into your calf at the end there, the last two weeks, you had to back off and just make sure. Yeah, I think you really stuck. You got up to 37. What did you do? 38Ks. 38 k Yeah, good training. Good training run three weeks prior. And then the taper was coming, but you sort of pulled up injured from that. So basically a little bit of a rest was probably the best thing prior to that. Yeah, I just did nothing, and I think that was that was rather than it was yep. better to give it extra day. So I take uh, one step back with two step forwards. Yes. Um, yeah, and not be scared that you're going to lose anything really. You know, I think that's the problem. People go, "Oh no, I've got to keep running," and then they run with an injury, and it doesn't really go away, and then it just gets worse. Yeah. Um, yep. Smarter, not harder. That's it. Yeah. So it's just super important to um to get that consistency. Um, whilst we're talking about consistency and, um, results and stuff, I've just got a couple of impressive results that I thought the our listeners would appreciate, um, as we have been covering park run and Steve's 250th is coming this weekend on the weekend, just gone, uh, the 70 to 74 year old record was broken by an Aussie uh, called, I hope I pronounced this correctly, Yazin Baleb, I think. Excuse me for getting that wrong if it's wrong. He, but he's 70 to 74 years and run 1941 at his wow. um, local park run. And also a guy, Tony Langlin, uh, 55 to 59, ran 1802. Jeez. So super impressive. That's doable. It's doable. Masters. Even- yeah. Even at, even at our age, we can do it. Masters results just off the hook. But the most impressive one of all, and uh, this isn't a PB for her either, but Sinead Diver, she's a 45-year-old mother. Obviously, she's an uh, uh, Olympian, uh, world champ, athlete, multiple Aussie singlet rep, et cetera, et cetera. But on the weekend, just gone, she ran a half marathon in Japan, and she broke the 45 years old world record. She ran 69 minutes even. Wow. I just think that is just amazing. At 45 years yeah. old, she's she's still getting better and better. Mm. Literally wow, proving crazy. that age is just a number. Super good. crazy. And uh, there's been in the ultra world, there's been a couple of records set. Um, at the Centurion RC 100, it was a 100 miler on a track at Bedford in England. A Lithuanian called Alexander Sorokin, he broke the 100 kilometer world best in six hours, nine minutes, and 14 seconds. Well, it was six hours and nine minutes, and he got it down to 6.05 and 41 seconds. He averaged 3.39 a K for 100 Ks. Wow. And that's on a 553 track. for a mile on a track. Um, <laughs> and it's not fully recognized as a world record distance, but the IAU um, have, are, are allowing it. Um, it's debatable though, because he was actually entered in the 100 mile race, but he did not finish. So it's debatable if it's going to be the 100K is going to be allowed because he was a did not finisher in the oh, race okay. he was meant to be in. So this is what's caused a bit of uh, a contention. Um, but um, 
he actually set a few other records at the time as well. Um, he got the 50 kilometer uh, national record, three hours and one minute, 51 seconds, but he got a, uh, a 50 mile national record as well for four hours, 53 minutes, 31 seconds for 50 miles, which is about 80. Oh, wow. But the hundred K in six hours and five minutes. Is that um, on Strava? I'm going to look that up. I'd love yeah, to see what his surname Sorokin, S O R O K I N. Yeah, wow. Um, but yeah, it's pretty. Um, that's pretty impressive. Awesome. Three thirty-nine a K. For yeah. um, I don't think I can do a K in that. That oh, I could. Yeah, but not for not, not hundred hundred Ks. So um, I don't know if you guys. Steve brought it up earlier today. There's a. A release from ASICS. They showed a little bit of video footage of a new shoe release, a super shoe. There's a couple actually. Yeah. And it shows a, a group of guys running along, pushing sort of pretty hard on um, the turnover, but you see there. Yeah. Their, it, um, it's in Spain. In Spain. It was, there you it was go. the ASICS Meta Time Trials yeah. in Malaga, Spain. So they're, they're, um, the performance shoe is called the Meta. It's a Meta range. They have a Meta Sky and they have the Meta Edge. So the, there's the two new releases, the version two of the shoe. Apparently, um, the version two has a bigger stack height, still legal to their prede predecessors. So apparently with more forward roll, so more forward propulsion. Um, I'm not sure of the weight or anything, but they look pretty cool. They look same, same, um, colors and stuff the same color scheme as the previous shoe this should be interesting to see how they go because if you look at all the top results asics doesn't really apart from trail maybe maybe a bit of trail entries they don't really sort of show up in the top end of the i know someone in tokyo had a one of the ladies had a, a performance finish that had a asic shoe that's where they trial the the meta speed I uh, know yeah. a lot of people run with them. There was a few on the weekend I've seen in the, the Burt squad in the relays that had the Metaspeed shoe. So obviously it's it's something up there that everyone's trying other than a Nike or a Salcone. That's or my a, brother said the ASICS one's going to be good. Yeah. He reckons the ASICS super shoe would be good. If yeah, anyone so from ASICS is listening, we'll all try a pair out for you. Yeah. If anyone from ASICS is listening, can you just take the Gel Keano and put a trowel sole tread on it. yeah the tread and and i'll i'll buy i'll buy them like that yeah. don't make care how many ever you make whatever color i'll, I'll buy it because it's a great shoe and i just need a trowel uh you know um outer sole, sole on it and i reckon it'd be a perfect shoe run yeah, so I, think, I think i think asics is on the cusp of like getting into that top one two three sort of shoes in that performance thing nike obviously own it but um i think salcone is also just on the out the door knocking there they're all catching think, up yeah they're all catching yeah. up and i think they're they're sort of whether it copy this or copy that they're all sort of taking on board what nike's done and sort of adding that to their shoes but the asics look really good i've sort of seen them in the profile um online this afternoon so yeah it'd be good to see how they go over the next few months i'm assuming a few of them will show up at our local events and as they roll out over over the the world um at this stage so i know um i spoke to jake townsend earlier and he's waiting to see what they are and how much they cost and waiting for his version of it so if he gets something like that we'll um have a chat with him and see how they perform so i have heard rumors that they've had the odd random pair at um dfo in the asics shop but they're in strange sizes 
like someone like you might get a pair, Steve, if you check it, because <laughs> they're either really small or really big sizes. Yeah. As with any shoe, really, all the, the medium yeah. sort of range gets snapped up so quick and all the bigger sizes and super small sizes get left behind. So I should mention that in that um, day of time trials, in the half marathon, we did actually have an Aussie run. Ed Goddard run 63.46. Um, I'm not sure if that's a PB for him, but geez, that's a quick time for a half marathon. So he was part of those time trials. Good to see. All right. So is that it for the week? Yeah, let's wrap it up there. Be back Good next to have week. You on. Good to have you on waxing here in about your COVID, post-COVID. I sort of don't want to get it myself, but it's good to see you sort of um, come good, eh? Yeah, well, thank you. Now, I couldn't believe I got it. I didn't even really believe in it, to tell you the truth, but uh, it's out there. And um, just got to, if, like, if anyone does get it, I hope to God they don't. You've just got to battle it and you've just got to get back on your feet as quick as you can. And being fit would have helped me, I'll tell yeah. you the truth, because a three-day comeback, is, I've been told it's not a bad comeback there. Yeah. yeah. Good to hear, how, mate. How do you reckon you got it, just out of interest? Oh, there's people just Coughing not lying, to be honest. It's, it's going, not doing the um, seven days, you know? Like, I got a new battery for my car yesterday. I'm not going to say where I got it. And the guy's coughing. And I said, oh, have you got COVID, mate? He goes, What's COVID? No. He goes, it's just the no. flu. He goes, I'm just treating it like a flu. Um, he goes, I don't have COVID anyway. He said, but I'm not getting tested. I said, so you haven't been tested? He goes, exactly. No, not, That's not why I got so, it. So, so like, this is how you get it. This yeah. is because um, people go, oh, I've got it, but I don't care. And it's not really COVID. They're lying to me. Or they just sick it, and don't get tested. And they're coughing yeah. over everyone. Don't know if they got COVID or just a cold. And they're yeah. saying, well, you just, and the guy said, yeah, you just treat it like, uh, just treat it like the flu. And I was like, I just sprayed myself, got back in my car. I sprayed myself with Glen 20. I sprayed all the car. <laughs> I was sanitized my hands. I was like. You don't yeah. want to tell you. Don't blame me. I've done the same. Well, we're running, we're doing, and everything we got at the moment. You don't know how it might affect you long term yeah. or cardiovascular well, it's wise. It's actually good to see Wax bounce back because I was wondering how he'd go on the weekend, given he's only probably, you know, just over 10 days since he got it or whatever. But uh, he's bounced back quite yeah. well, so uh, it looks good for the rest of us. Given our fitness, we should all come good, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. And just hopefully, well, in the meantime, everyone just stay, stay healthy because we've got lots safe. of running to do the yeah. rest of lots the of, Lots of zinc, lots of vitamin D. Yeah. And, um, yeah. If you see anyone coughing, just run for the just hills. Move, move, run. <laughs> wearing yeah. my, I'm wearing a mask. I have to wear a mask for work. So, yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll recap the Brisbane Trail Marathon next, uh, oh, yes. next weekend. Yeah. Awesome. All right, All right, right boys. boys. Train hard, guys. See you soon. Good stuff. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks.
these tricks on me sometimes And I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb up by imagination I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitating my mind Wish you find in time I would find that we shine When they only shine you can put a time on mine So me these purple elephants a twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal messages can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine Come kick it with me In my imagination In my imagination Oh, sometimes Our minds play these tricks on us Sometimes we find That our minds, they climb higher Than they should climb up Our imagination Contemplation on exploitation my mind we should find in time our minds they will shine with the longest shine you can put the time on minds so be these purple elephants a twisted intelligence extension on tolerance dimension on flowers in my mind stop rewind now what the fuck did you find ain't nothing in here but why Subliminal, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitating my mind, 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 mind.